Hey everybody, welcome to the Dads of the Bone podcast powered by the Dads of Wayne Network where three dads get together and talk about sweet stuff and it goes together better than red beans and white rice. I'm here (laughs) joined with my two co-hosts, QJ, say what up QJ? What up though? What up, though? And uh, Sam, I, say what up. I can't get past the, the, the white beans and red rice or whatever it is you said. Red rice. Red rum. What is that? Red beans and white rice. What is that? It's a Puerto Rican thing, man. It's it's a Popeye's thing, too. Let's be honest. It's, yeah, it's like Puerto Rican slash Cajun. They're you know two completely different yeah, taste Creole. profiles. It's not a Sam thing. I'll tell you that. Wait, no. It's, time out. He said taste profile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah. Two completely different taste profiles, but it's not my thing. I'm basic. Your, your taste profile is basic. My Yeah. I don't eat white beans and red rice. Wait, is there a taste profile like test, like a match.com taste I don't profile? Need, <laughs> I'm sure there's like a Facebook there, test. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like, like the Enneagram, and then right below that on your Google search is your taste test profile. Like, yeah. You what can taste buds do you have? Yeah. But for, for those who know, I have the best taste they buds. Know. If huge. you know, you know, in the words of Pusha T. So um, <laughs> we're the here. best taste buds around. <laughs> We have to clear up a little bit of, of some stuff that happened uh, this past week. Some of you guys may have heard a different version of episode two that dropped. Uh, we had it out for just a little while, and then we had to retract it um, because we had some technical difficulties and some sound issues on our end. So uh, if you heard it and then it disappeared on you or you didn't get to hear it yet, but you saw us talking about it on social media, are bad. Yeah, are bad. And yeah. I'll say my they're bad. bad. We play yeah. it ourselves. <laughs> he said they're bad. One of us is one of us here is perfect in every way. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's the guys that eat red beans and white rice are the ones that messed it up. Hey. Yeah, if you know, know, you know. No. My voice is the one that sounded like an, an, an electronic I, I you know what I sounded like? One of those uh characters on stage at Chuck E. Cheese. If they could talk, that's what I sounded no, like. You sounded yeah. like Daft Punk. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Do it yeah. makes it a lot yeah, 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 yeah. You so, sounded like Daft Punk. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I like my voice like that. But so anyway, so this is us uh, uh, coming back to you for episode two. We didn't just leave it alone. We doubled back around. That's right. We hung a U-turn on them, and That's now right. we're we're uh, making the situation right, and we are giving you guys the content that we have for you because we thought it's good stuff. So Good stuff, like red beans and white good rice. Good stuff, the best you know, of stuff. Can, can you just say red beans and rice because you sound <laughs> yeah, really... Like, there's white rice, there's jasmine rice, there's no, yellow it's, rice, it's there's just, Mexican it's, rice. It's just red beans and rice. Always. That's yeah. There's teriyaki sauce That's in it. it turns, there's fried rice. I had fried rice when for you, lunch today. When you say like white rice, you make it just seem kind of like weird. Yeah, you're you're putting yourself well, why out the beans there gotta more. be red? Because there are different frijoles. There's just different types. So jumping into it, we are in the full swing of the holiday season. And actually, in my household, we do eat rice and beans during the holiday season. (laughs) So Thanksgiving is just behind us. We're just a few days out from Thanksgiving, Black Friday madness, all of that. And I just got to know two things, but I'll ask the first one first. Are you guys... Pre-Thanksgiving or post-Thanksgiving Christmas tree people? I'm post-Thanksgiving Christmas tree person. I mean, I feel like Thanksgiving is a holiday within itself, and I think that you just need to appreciate like what you have, what you don't have, and to just take a second to pause, look at your life, look at your family, and just say, man, you know what? 
this is a blessing. So um, for me also, uh, the push to have Christmas before Thanksgiving, I feel like it's related to consumerism. Absolutely. And getting people to shop and spend Absolutely. their money. Sure, so yeah. I'm with I feel that. like, you know, let's just put the season. Like, it's just like they start Halloween now in September. Why? So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that. I, sat, to, I, think, I, I think I said on episode it's like one. The, the back like, to school backpacks next to the jack-o'-lanterns. It's like, whoa, y'all need yeah, to chill. I'm like, actually okay easy. with that. Like, I, I'm honestly okay. Halloween, I said this on episode one, but Halloween is my favorite holiday. So I'm cool with letting them have a little bit more time. They don't really feel like the holiday until you're like at least within like, I don't know, three weeks of it or four weeks of it. But I'm still cool with it. And honestly, I don't know if I really feel like it's fully Christmas time until I've spent too much money. You know what I mean? I don't It's just weird. (laughs) It's not until you spent too much money. Because if not, like if or maybe not too much, but. A considerable amount because more, like, more money than you want. If to. not, then I have like that that like lurking feeling in the back of my mind where it's like you haven't done enough shopping yet. You know what I mean? But that's <laughs> yeah. what they want you to think. That's right. Big Brother is watching. Yes, and listening. The money's worth listening. Oh, and yeah. listening. So okay. So Turn Sam, what about you though? Pre or post? Oh, we're definitely post, man. We. Um, I heard I heard Christmas music playing in my kitchen the other night, and I was like, "Shut that off! <laughs> it's not, you know, it wasn't time yet." So we Black Friday is our is the arrival of Christmas at our house. We set up the Christmas tree, hang the Christmas lights, uh, do Christmas movies, Christmas music all day, hot chocolate. We get Christmas cookies, like we go all out. It's kind yeah. of a family tradition that we have, and it's it's like one of our favorite days of the year for our family. That's sweet. Yeah, we're we're post Thanksgiving as well. Sometimes I got to admit, I'm guilty of being like too post Thanksgiving. Like, I'm so post Thanksgiving that I'm almost post Christmas. Right, I was like, dang, it's Christmas with Eve. the we Christmas put our tree. Up. tree. Yeah. Like, <laughs> our, our, our first year living in, like, in Michigan, I think I put the Christmas tree up a week and a half before, like, Christmas. Oh, like, yeah. Carmen, yeah. my wife, was like hounding me about it. Come on, when are we going to put it up? When are we? And I was like, oh, we'll just buy, you know, we'll buy a fresh one because we yeah, have like yeah. a fake one. Yeah. We'll buy a fresh one. We'll buy a fresh one. We never got no, one. No. And so we're like a week and a half out and she's like slipping into like light depression about the house, <laughs> not being decorated. And I'm like, all right, fine, I'll do it. You know, so I love how but you that's like not... go into like Batman, Lego Batman. Yes, mode. fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. But so <laughs> but, 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 but that's not the best part. Tell everybody how you took your Christmas tree down last year. <laughs> uh, so my actually, now that you say it, my Christmas tree is actually technically not down. <laughs> It's just relocated temporarily. I think so, I heard the story. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, all I did, because, you know, obviously I'm like, okay, well, we got a decent, like, fake Christmas tree, so I'm not going to buy a real one as long as this one will do. And so I literally just walked over to it. We took the ornaments off it, anything that could break. There might still be some, like, what, tinsel or whatever on yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, And the lights are definitely still on it. <laughs> and I think I just walked over to it and grabbed it, like, by, like, the pole in the middle, and I just walked that bad boy into the garage and set it down. Like... <laughs> Like still set up so in you did the garage. Combat yeah. on the Christmas tree and yeah. took it out and put it in the garage. Get over here. Boom. I just set it up and so the, you the say, get over here. Get over here. Get over here. And so I just set it in the middle of the garage floor and that's where it is. See, listen, this is where we disagree because like and we we'll probably talk about it a little bit later. But I, first, I like that you call it a fresh cut, but you got to get that real tree in the house. Oh, man. yeah. Man, get that atmosphere, we did that, that feeling. When, when my boy. oldest son was a baby, we did that, and he busted out into hives, oh. and it was horrible. We picked, I did the same thing. Get over here. Yeah. I picked that tree up, walked right outside. It's like, later. Bonfire. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't had that in my house. But we'll, maybe we'll have that discussion in a later episode about real versus, yeah. you know. That yeah. that That is coming. That's on the yeah. radar. So, uh as always, we want to give you guys some things to look forward to with your family. I have just a couple uh, 
movies that are currently in theaters that you guys should probably take the time to go see uh, if you got kids. Uh, these will do for younger kids or even like probably like I would say junior high age. The two movies I want to highlight for families for you dads out there is The Grinch. Now I gotta be honest, I haven't seen this one yet. Uh, but but QJ, you've seen this one, right? Yeah, and you, you know my kids love that movie. They were all on top of it. They were literally like rolling in their seats. I literally had to like say to both of them at the same time because they were like laughing out loud hysterically, like, hey. Chill out. Yeah, calm down. Have fun, but, but chill out. Yeah, because we yeah. were being those people, and uh, you know, my oldest was like, "Watch this, watch this," and I was like, "Hey, chill." That's great. That's great. That's great. They loved it. So I mean, you know, from a kid's perspective, it's like five thumbs up, five cool thumbs yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, I, I know cool my thumbs. kids. My kids are excited about it because the 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 previous Grinch movie with Jim Carrey. Yes, great movie. Yeah, absolutely. But if you notice, his eyes are yellow the whole time, and I think I mentioned in season one. My middle son Titus has a thing about eyes. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you in did, Star yeah. Wars and stuff, when the bad guys have like those crazy eyes or whatever, like the yeah. electric eyes, it freaks him out. And oh, so yeah. the, the Grinch with Jim Carrey, his yellow eyes with the red pupils totally trips my son out, and so he just is not on the Grinch train he's at all. about it. No, it's my not older Christmas son movie. aggravates him right before me. He's like, hey, Titus, the Grinch. And then <laughs> the Grinch. Titus is in my bed an hour later, and I'm like, man. So, but I like that they're reclaiming it in the cartoon style for the kids sweet. and all that. Yeah, they're, it's cool. Yeah. It's the same people who put out the Minions and Despicable Me yeah. yeah. franchise, so, which is great. If I could add a little bit to that, on the backside of it, it is nice to see like that franchise do it in their own way because yeah. you can see that like you know uh despicable me style in there yeah. but yeah. you can also see it kind of refreshed for kids now yeah which is, that, that which was is the great. one thing i did like is that they refreshed it and they didn't leave it like in like 1950 right yeah, with yeah. an ice box and stuff well like and what that. i thought yeah. was cool is that one of my favorite things about the the despicable me is was that they had pharrell on the soundtrack all original soundtrack oh yeah and they had the the whole i'm having a bad bad day yeah it's about time well this one tyler the creator did one that's like almost exactly like it. Like it's in the same like, you know, lane as that soundtrack. But Tyler the Creator, who's a hip hop artist, made it for the Grinch. And so it's like they updated everything for it. Like that's I thought cool. uh, yeah, it's sweet how they marketed yeah, it. So cool. yeah, it was so. a, you know what, as I look back on it, it was a well put together movie. And yeah. I think that kids and adults alike will enjoy it. Just the one thing I'll preference for the adults who've read the books a million times. I know we talk about talking is teaching and the importance of reading to our kids. And you're probably gonna read the book to your kid. Uh, your kids, but um, the movie and the book are like so different. Yeah. You like you know yeah. what to expect and when it doesn't happen, you're like Oh, there's nothing what happens. <laughs> like, you know, like one big uh, commercial you'll see, like there's a moose yeah. in the movie. There's, there's not no in the book. There's no book. Right. Yeah, so, right. you know, and if you haven't read the book, read the book. Right. So, Absolutely. It's classic. But uh, yeah. It's but so a, have an open mind when you go see it. Yeah. Have an open mind. Don't expect it to be just like the book. Right. Expect something better. And But it's a lot of fun. And different. Yeah. yeah. It's still yeah. fun. That's great. Uh, and then the, the only other one I would highlight for families... Uh, at this point, like to take your kids to go see would be the Nutcracker. Disney did a live action remake of the Nutcracker. Again, it's a little bit different than like the classic holiday telling of the Nutcracker that we all probably know yeah, from our childhood. But yeah, like it, it's it's kind of like a little bit Chronicles of Narnia kind of vibe mixed yeah. with the Nutcracker. So you have all like the famous characters in there, uh, but they add a little bit of edginess here and there with it. I seen that one. I thought that one was. It was really good. I took I took my five year old to see it, and she I mean she was hooked. She was glued to it. There's maybe a couple elements that may have been a little bit beyond her understanding right. just yet, but uh, anything that she didn't get, she just kept rolling through like it didn't yeah. face her. So you know like 
like Shrek so. beyond her understanding? Like you're glad it went over her head, or like <laughs> no? It was it was just things that like I noticed, and I was like, oh man, wow, that was intense. That she was just kind of like, oh cool, an animal, you know? Like it was just it was just like it didn't really catch her the way I think they intended it to. Yeah, but she still loved the movie. She talked yeah. about it the whole time when we left. So. I would highlight The Grinch uh, for families and The Nutcracker uh, for families as well. Then our Dad to the Bone certified uh, this week are going to be the ones that we recommend just for dad or maybe dad and his crew of dads to go see. Um, uh, We're going to highlight Creed 2. Creed 2 uh, is now out. Uh, it's doing extremely well. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, Sylvester Stallone, and it's a carry-on of the Rocky uh, franchise. It's a new take on it. It's an edgy take on it. It's a little bit more of an urban, rugged take on it. But if you've seen the first Creed, then you know it's awesome. It's one of my favorite movies oh. when it came out. Yeah, it's Listen, really cool. Rocky can never just... It, that franchise yeah. can die. No. I literally still go back and watch Rocky 3. They'll do like hologram, hologram Sly Stone in the future. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It just... Just yeah. alone. Yeah. It just can't, it can't, it doesn't fade away. And and again, kind of like the whole thing with the Grinch is they're, they're updating the classics to this generation. So they're kind of bringing Rocky back to this generation. Yeah, which is that cool. Probably would never watch Rocky, but now it's introducing the franchise to him. So. Yeah, so they'll go back and watch. Yeah, cool. so it's great. So I would highlight uh, Creed 2 and then just on the horizon, Wreck-It Ralph uh, also dropped over this weekend. Haven't got a chance to see it yet, but Wreck-It Ralph 1 was amazing. Loved it. I'm expecting this one to be even better. Yeah. I cannot um, wait to go see that movie. It's got all the Disney franchise stuff in it oh, and yeah, everything. And I saw, it's gonna be I saw cool. cameos from Toy Story. Yeah, and the just Princess. The princesses. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of deepness to that movie. I was yeah, talking yeah, about good. it earlier today with some folks, and there's some layers to that Wrecky Ralph, man. Oh, there yeah. Is, man. Oh, Ralph yeah. is a deep dude. Yeah. Ralph's a deep dude. A lot, did, a lot of social emotional stuff going on. There's a oh, lot yeah. of parenting For sure. and like children relationship stuff going on as well. Oh, like, yeah. you know, with the whole Prince Vanellope and like oh, Wreck It yeah. Ralph and mm-hmm. like letting the kids run their own race. It'll, there's it, a lot going it'll, on. It'll, it'll make a lot. you cry. Yeah. There's a lot. If you go into that movie thinking about it, it'll make you cry. It's it's so Wreck It Ralph two. Maybe not like Rich. Just dropped. Maybe Go not like Rich did right. at uh, season one callbacks. Okay We're done with it. <laughs> we cry We're done with it. It's okay. okay. I can it's have okay my emotions. I've been crying all football season. Go watch the shack. Man, <laughs> that's isn't not, that the truth? You're only God. halfway. Uh, and then the, the final thing I want to highlight, guys, uh, for, uh, for this week is uh, we got to just take a, a brief moment to touch on my main man, Stan Lee creator of the Marvel comic book universe passed away at 95 at 95. So I think people everywhere are uh, pouring out their Mountain Dew and, uh, and just taking a second for, for old Stan. Um, Did he create Mountain Dew too? No, but that's probably the official drink of, yeah. (laughs) So, um, can I ask you a question though, Rich? Sure. So you might've already been ready to ask this, but so who was your favorite Marvel character? So my favorite Marvel comic book character, I have several, obviously, um, but mine just like from when I was a kid has just always just been Spider-Man. Like, and I, I even like like the different like iterations of them. They have so many different like versions of Spidey. I like them all. They have like an old West Spidey who has like revolvers and all that stuff. I like, I think that's sweet. Uh, <laughs> the new Miles Morales uh, uh, iteration of Spidey, I think that's sweet. Peter Parker, the OG. Like, I've just always been hooked on Spidey. So, Spider Man is definitely my favorite. Uh, you know, 
people like Punisher and Daredevil follow, but I mean they're they're See, they're Punisher distant. They're second. distant in the pack. Spider Man is definitely the front runner for me. So yeah, so that's funny. You talk about <laughs> Spider Man. So um, on the top of my mind uh, is uh, Iron Man. Ooh. <laughs> Excuse me. Iron Man has always been my guy because Iron Man was a self-made superhero. I mm. mean, he was a billionaire. He was a entrepreneur. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. All the all those other things, but. I mean, any of us could have been Iron Man. Any of us could have taken that step up to say, we're going to fight crime. We're going to stop uh, evil and do the right thing. Well, so, I mean, when you were describing just his traits right there, I thought you were talking about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about you. That's what oh, came to see, mind. That's, it just, <laughs> but, uh, the, the, the humility is just, yeah, yeah. I hear different. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> but Iron Man, I think, is uh, he just embodies, like, you know, I think the spirit of like men and just being able to overcome and I just want to give a shout out to Stan Lee for his uh what he did for just society. He he helped move society forward in a lot of ways. Man, we were we were talking about this before we started recording the episode actually, but man, like Stan Lee did a lot even just in like the the social like climate of of the day. Like he was very relevant as things progressed. Um I, I read somewhere that um he created obviously created like the X-Men universe as part of Marvel and um, Professor X and Magneto are like two rivaling. They're like, they kind of agree with each other's causes, but not with their uh, like way of like their methodology. And, um, and I read that, that that was supposed to be like a direct mirror of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Jr. And I was like, what? Like, that, just blew, that blew my mind, man. Like, Isn't that amazing? He created those characters at the time, like in real time, to give people something to relate to and to kind of see what was happening in front of them through a different perspective, like through the comic book universe. And, it, you know, even with uh, 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 characters like Black Panther and all that. I mean, Stan Lee was just an OG, man. So, yeah, R.I.P. Stan. R.I.P. Stan. You might be familiar with the wealth disparity in America, but did you also know there was a word disparity too? 30 million more words are shared with kids of people in higher income brackets, and that's only by the age of four. We may never see one million in the bank account, but we can make sure our kids hear those 30 million more words. That's why I'm glad to talk to you about Talking is Teaching. Simply put, babies need more words. Tune in, talk more, take turns. Read your favorite stories to your kids. And if your kids like to turn the pages real fast, just make up the words. Babies and kids need more words. There's a lot of research and science behind it, but the fact of the matter is this. Without positive interaction from loving adults, brain development won't reach its full potential. Babies need your face, your voice, your touch. Babies need more words. So let's get it done. Close the gap. So the elections are behind us, and we've moved on to the phase of implementing. And one of the major uh, initiatives that passed in the state of Michigan was the recreational use of marijuana. Ah, Prop 2. <coughs> Prop 
Yeah. <laughs> Prop two. I'm coughing because I have a cold, guys, not because of what we're talking about today. Prop so two. No, proposal two passed. Yeah, no pun intended. So my question to you guys is, in the current environment we're living in, we're kind of listening in a, we're living in a changing of ages time, comparable to like the prohibition, um, in a sense Very that much. we went from yeah. a time where weed was considered to be illegal and bad, and when we grew up, I feel like the bad kids smoked weed. Now, there's so many more options. So my question to you guys is, how do we talk to our kids about drugs and weed and like usage of these things? Yeah. What do you guys think? Mm. I mean, it's it is. It's tricky. It's it's tricky waters to navigate because no one has ever done this before. You know, this is right. a conversation that we can't pull from the past. I mean, we can, but not within this context, you know what I mean? Like we can look back at the prohibition stuff and you know, alcohol was terrible, and then all of a sudden it was okay, and they were serving it everywhere. And that's kind of what's happening with marijuana here in our state. And so I, I think, honestly, it's going to be case-sensitive to your family, you know? I know, the way, I know the way that we will approach it in my household is the same way that we approach alcohol and cigarettes and all those other things. It's like some people choose to do that and, and think it's great, and some people do it in excess. Some people do it socially. Some people do it whatever, but we'll have guidelines in our household the same way we approach smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol and all those things, and we'll talk to our kids about it. People who drink alcohol, our kids need to know that they're not bad people and the cops are looking to arrest them. You know what right. I mean? Same thing yeah. with yeah. Yeah. people who smoke cigarettes. The, the cops are not out to get them, and now the conversation has changed that marijuana now falls into that category, at right. least in our household. And so the way we're going to approach it is just the same way we approach all the other stuff. We're going to educate our kids about it. We're going to talk to them about it. We're going to share concerns with them about it. And we're going to try to guide them in the best way that we think it should go. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that approach. What about you, Rich? Yeah, I mean, I I would have to say, like, the, pretty much the same. Like, it, it's weird because, you know, I'm from Colorado Springs, and they're, like, I'm sure just like many other cities across this great nation. We had um right. we had a dare officer when I was in fourth grade, we had a dare officer come like once a week or twice a month or something like that, but frequently for like a duration of a program. And the dare officer like came and we literally did like word searches and crossword puzzles and like different activity books that talked to us about, you know, uh different drugs and they put, you know, they throw marijuana in the like category with like you know in the word search you'd be looking for marijuana and then you'd be looking for like cocaine and yeah, heroin, like heroin you know and, and, yeah i remember, and, I remember and, that and, alcohol and, too and, they put you know, alcohol in there too opioids yeah. and like you know like yeah. and you're just like so so from a young age like fourth grade you know and my mom was a deputy sheriff in in colorado springs as well and so hearing you know, kind of her talk about work with my dad and, you know, people that got arrested for that and stuff. And then hearing the dare officer, you know, at school talk about it, just in my mind, it was like, oh my gosh, this is hardcore stuff, you know, like narcos yeah. or something. Yeah. And, um, like narcos. And, and so, yeah. And so, you know, my mind, like, that's just how growing up it was to me. And so like, if I, you know, after I learned about it more and I, and I kind of could pinpoint who I knew that was, it was kind of like, Oh my gosh, whoa. Yeah. You know, it was just yeah. weird. It was just like a, in those upper really, middle school years yeah. when you find out who's smoking right, pot, you're, yeah. like, you're like, Oh my God. Yeah, and it was yeah. just so like yeah. off putting to me. Like it just had me on edge. I was like, Oh my gosh. Whoa. You know, I yeah. remember, I remember my dare officer talking about you, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, dude, I remember knowing what the, the drug dealer used to live down the street from me. Uh huh. 
And like he was like a weed dealer. Yeah. And I remember my parents, my mom specifically saying, stay away from that house. Oh, stay yeah. Stay away from those people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, like not recognizing that like everybody else was just going about their business. Right. Mm-hmm. And like the, the drug dealers were like, they were nice to me. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't like giving me free drugs or anything like that. But, um, <laughs> you, but still, they, you still had to pay. I do not buy drugs. As a kid, I did not do drugs. Do 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 not do drugs. Stay in school. Stay in school. Do not do drugs. Anyway, long story short. QJ, the dare officer over there. Yeah, do not do drugs. You sound just like my dare officer. Exactly. Do not do drugs. I'll say it again. Anyway, long story short, like I remember being terrified of them, though. And like they would come towards me as a kid. I'm like, no, you're going to get me. Right, yeah. So, and it's crazy how like that. You know, now. Oh, yeah. And so, like, that, it, I remember kind of, like, when it, I wouldn't say, like, it became normalized to me, but I just remember going, like, oh, kind of like, I think that the, the analogy or, like, the uh, scenario I always started to see it as was kind of like the prohibition stuff. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, like, people used to really crack down on alcohol like this, and then at some point in time it became normalized, and now... Yeah. There's just laws around it. And I, I just remember after I fully understood what was going on, I always thought to myself, um, you know, like, man, that, that's what's going to happen with this one day. We're going to yeah. get to that point one day. And so now that we're at that day and now that I have a kid in that time, yeah. um, I just now that I'm really looking at it, I don't want my child to think about these things the way that I did. Right. Because although it did work to keep me away from those things, it scared me away from those things and those people. Right. And now... Now that kind of, you know, quote unquote, those people. And, and now I don't want my child to look at it that way. I want it, I want her to see it as now people have this choice and, right. and there's laws around it still. And there's things that, that govern it. And that, like you were saying, there's people yeah. that do it this way or do it this way or don't do it at all. And I right. think just the best way that I can go about it as a parent is just talking to my child and letting her know, listen, Here's here's the 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 good, the bad, the ugly, the truth of it, yeah, the right. facts of it. Um, yeah. Here's how some people will try to manipulate that. Here's yeah. how some people will try to uh, uh, scare you with these things, you know. And just you got to have an open conversation. My child's five, so it's going to be a while before I yeah. have to have. And that. she'll grow, she'll grow up in a different but, world than we did too. It's right, not going right. to be like yeah. I remember coming up. And a lot of my family's from the south, and in the south, maybe in the north too, but in the south, they still have a lot of dry counties. Where oh, you are yeah. not allowed to yeah. have alcohol. No, that's not like that in the north at all. Right, that's, there's, I didn't there's think there's so. Like, no, no, no. But in the <laughs> south, there's a ton. Like the 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 county that my college was in was a dry county, so you had to go to the next county if you wanted to buy, you know, like yeah. liquor. And so they sold like wine coolers and whatever, but you couldn't get any like liquor or anything like that. And so I always thought that was strange coming up, but the generation before me are probably thinking, "Good, there's still some sanity left in this country." Right. I feel like that's going to be kind of the same thing with this marijuana thing. There's going to be people from our generation who were around when it was illegal and the worst thing ever, and you got right. Reagan lumping it in with all the other stuff sure. back in the yeah. '80s, saying it's the worst, it's the the, you know, the cancer of our yeah. nation and yeah. all this kind of stuff. But then you're going to have our children's generation that's going to grow up and say, "You mean there's still places that that's illegal? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? There's yeah. still places that aren't, you know?" And so yeah. I think it's going to be a different world. But for us 
in this moment, in this season of our country and of all of that, I think it's just important for us to talk to our kids about it. Yeah, and uh, that's and, and also along with talking with, with them about drugs, we need to talk with them about knowing your limits. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of being a kid is testing your limits. Yeah, and uh, one of the things that I think we often fail with as people is not knowing our limits and accepting that we all have an addictive trait, whether it be to like food or like you know driving Amen. fast or mm-hmm. if it be mm-hmm. you know hallelujah, I love those hot and ready pizzas. Yeah. Let's go get it, yeah. bro. But, now they got the thin crust. Don't talk about on it. Oh Let's my. be about it, and I don't know. <laughs> How they make them? I'm, I'm not going to tell y'all that I ate one of those right before this Listen, recording. I don't know how they make a thin crust pizza that has more calories in it than a regular one because that should not be a thing. But they did so that. Good. But so my good. point is this: is that we need to recognize that like we are not all built the same. We cannot all lift the same. We mm-hmm. do not all read the same. We do right. not all drive the same. And we have to teach our kids to use and proceed with caution in yeah. everything that in they every, do. Every everything. And yeah. so you are not built like your friends. Yeah. One of my new favorite albums that uh, Rich introduced me to by uh, Royce the Five Nine, the welcome. Book of Ryan. And the first thing he talks about in there is his battle with alcoholism and addiction. And he was trying to be cool and hang out with rappers, and he was yeah. just drinking too much. So you know, my the way I would uh, end this segment is just. To tell you to just know yourself know your limits and uh you know talk to your kids about limits yeah yeah it's it's important man yeah it is it is because the reality is someone's talking to your kids about it exactly if it's not you who is it right yeah yeah you want to have that ball in your court yeah you definitely want to have the ball in your court so keep the lines of communication open and have a conversation Forty-six. Forty-six 46% of kids birth to age six that we've screened in the last five years in Wayne County have scored at some risk for developmental delay. Guys, this is Kayla from Help Me Grow. We know that kids fly under the radar when it comes to development, and we want dads to know what they can do to make sure that their kids are on track. Go to helpmegrow-mi.org and take the screening anytime. It's fast. It's easy. It's just a few simple questions that you can fill out about your child. The sooner detection we make, the easier it is for kids to get on track and stay on track. Go to helpmegrow-mi.org and get the screening done today. Well, guys, we are like halfway through the NFL season. There have been some bangers. There have Whoa. been some extreme disappointments. Yes. Um, namely, the Detroit Go Lions. Lions. <laughs> you know what? I'm not. Listen, I ordinarily, this is where I would jump in and start roasting because the Lions to me are like a secondary team. Yeah. Why My, would you pick on the smallest kid in the room? Right. Here's what I'm saying I'm a Denver Broncos fan, just born and raised. Yeah. It's a tough season. We have for the you same too. record as y'all. Yeah, it's a tough season for you this as well. This is a weird oh, situation you? for me to be in. Oh, yeah. Hey, welcome. We are as bad as y'all are now. And now and so we're I kind of standard talk. for being bad. So that's yes. not good for the Denver Broncos Wait, franchise. Pause, pause. Where are the Browns at? No, the oh, Browns the, the, Brown, the, the Browns are in hot pursuit. Of us. Of, okay. That, <laughs> so, that's a problem. That's a problem. Because they're not in the hot pursuit of anybody. No, no. I mean, we're the only two teams that have gone 0-16. Oh, my. Well, let's be fair. The Browns are America's team right now. They are. Because they were on Hard Knocks. And even I which was Which was Browns. incredible. That's got to be Daddy the Bone approved. Did you, yeah, and I won't even Certified. talk about it. It was incredible. It was Bless them. Bless them. Just go on and bless him. Go, go ahead and bless, bless him. Then. Go ahead and bless him then. <laughs> go but ahead no, and bless man. Him. Yeah, so, so there's been some bangers, man. Uh, Drew Brees. 
We posted a video of him, uh, what, last week, two weeks ago? Last week, About yeah. him playing with his kids, playing catch with his kids uh, in his <laughs> living room, you know, being totally dad to the bone. Super dad. Yeah. Killing it on, on the field and off the field, but on the field. Dude. Dude is. Spanking people. Smashing records. It's, it's I don't like want to him right now. It's nuts, man. They beat up on the, the reigning Super Bowl champs, the Eagles. They made them look like a high school team. They weren't playing a they high school did. team. <laughs> they no. made them look like a high school Wait, team. Wait, that wasn't the Ferndale Eagles? <laughs> right. That's, that, <laughs> right. Exa- that's exactly right, man. No, I mean, that, was, that was Philly's finest. Drew, Drew Brees is playing like 2008 Drew Brees, and that was 10 years ago. He's Can like, I tell you why I'm he's okay playing with that? Like, he's playing like NyQuil commercial Drew Brees. <laughs> Can I tell you I'm okay with that? <laughs> is because of what we did. <laughs> did you say NyQuil commercial? <laughs> you remember that when they yeah, won the Super like Bowl? Yeah, back in 2012. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's sponsored by NyQuil. Listen, they have one of our old players, so maybe he can take all the losing with him. Speaking of old players, last week I caught this, I mean, that showdown game between that Monday night game. Incredible. Between uh, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the, the LA Rams. Rams. I, it was nuts. Whoa. Guys, that was the Super Bowl. Listen, Whoa. That was, that was the third, that was Super Bowl. That was the third highest scoring game in NFL history. The third? Third, and it was the highest scoring Monday night football game ever. Wow. Out of like Man. 700 and something uh, Monday night football games, that, that was the highest crazy. scoring one ever. The score was like 53 to 50 or something yeah. like that. I say old players because uh, uh, Donkey Kong Sue is on the, <laughs> is on the Rams. Yeah. I'm only caught, that's, that's what Cam yeah. Newton calls him. I like but, that. But Sue, uh, he does kind of look like Donkey yeah, Kong. He kind of does now that you say it. And Sue and plays for the Rams. Newton to say that to Donkey Sue. Yeah, Cam Newton's the only no. one that's hardcore enough to handle it. No. Yeah. No, that's because he, he has the, he he has the it, O-line like yeah. guarding him. But, but he means it when he says it. Like He doesn't say it like, you know, uh-huh. he's no, he, like no, he's, Donkey Kong Sue. Yeah, he's throwing it out. So that's some history there. But, but Sue is I'm on the Rams. Oh, yeah. And But, but man, Dude. the Rams are showing, Dude, like showing out. Showing out. Uh, 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 the Chiefs are showing, showing out, out. Which I can't stand because I was a Broncos fan, man. Like the Chiefs are like. Next to the Raiders are the worst thing in the world to me. Really? But what, they call him, what, Magic Mahomes? Mahomes, yeah, man. Listen, God, that guy is fire. What, he had like six touchdowns, almost 500 yards? Listen, he throws with me? both hands. <laughs> Listen, at he's the a robot. same time. He, 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 yeah. was in, he was in that one Will Smith movie, what was it? I, Robot. Yeah, yeah. And he was the robot. That's what... <laughs> Listen, he's, he's killing it, man. He is phenomenal, God. and I am so thankful that he fell to me in fantasy football. Man. Did I he? Think the, he fell to wow. me. Wow. I think my lucky what a star. Gift. And yeah. I picked him what a up. Gift. You know who I picked up in fantasy football? <laughs> Matt Stafford. Guess how he's doing for me? Not good. Wow. Not <laughs> Always shocked. Good. Stat you know, that, that, leads me to <laughs> that leads me to a question that I had written down for when we talked about this. But let's, let's just ponder real quick. First of all, let's talk about the other Matt. I know that, where you're going, and that, I'm, I'm face washing right now. Yeah, well, you're face washing. Let's start yes. here. Let's let's pause. Clear Matt Patricia oh. came to us from the Maddie Pat from the Patriots from the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do we think? Ooh. Is, is he a bust yet, or we give mm. him a couple more seasons? I'm, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I'm Ooh. I'm I'm on the I'm on the Maddie Pat bus. I, I watch him. I, I, like him. I like how he runs the locker room. I like I've seen him. Some, I like I've how he runs the tape. locker room. I like the Golden Tate move. Yeah, I like that. I'm Freeing that. up cap space, getting rid of a free agent fantasy. I like mm. that. I feel like he's making moves to the future. I like he's establishing the run game. I like QJ's Pat. holding off over here. Mm-hmm. I like Matty Pat, but the other Matt on the team now Prater. I like him too. Matt, but, <laughs> you're right, but, but he's the Stafford? main Matt. I, that's the problem. Is Matt, Matt Prater, Stafford our guy? Matt Prater is the main Matt on the Lions. I'm gonna in go my opinion. old school. Baptist on y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Praise I know. Jesus. I know. You're not a believer. You're not a believer. <laughs> you're, you're not. You're not. Wait. You're not with 
Matt Patricia or Matt Stafford or either or both? <sighs> this is me taking long breaths on the air because, listen, <clears throat> here's my thing. Quinn, Bob Quinn, said nine and seven is not good enough. I know. Yeah. He said nine and he seven. He said that when enough. he was getting rid of Listen, Jim Meanswell. You fired <laughs> <laughs> the best, most winningest coach we've ever had and said nine and seven is not good enough. So you know what? Nine and seven is not good but, enough. Guys. But here's the thing. Sorry. Here's the, here's we the question. We ain't even going to hit nine and seven this year, but, man. Yeah, but here's the it's question. Not good enough. Do you, do you pull the trigger on that, the man's first season yes. in Detroit? No. No. Or do, do you I give? Or do you give him? You give him another season. You to give try him some time. You have no choice right now. You have true. no yeah, choice. True. You true. can either go down the path of a franchise like the Cleveland Browns. No, and just you give have him time. No consistency. No, at this yeah, you point, give him time. What do we have to lose? That's true. We suck. Yeah. What yeah, do we have to yeah. lose? We have to lose Matt Stafford if we want to win. Right. That's so where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I disagree. I'm not with Stafford. I said this at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And see, here's the thing. He's not the guy. Now that Denver Broncos games. Now that Broncos games are not televised in our area. And like all I'm all I'm watching is Detroit football. I'm becoming more invested in Detroit football, and now I'm actually getting angry like you guys are. <laughs> and so, Good. like all other Lions yeah. fans Good. in and the so, world. So now I guess you could say I'm actually a Lions fan because now it's like actually starting to hurt me emotionally. But can yes. I but tell you man. why you guys are the blueprint and why other defensive teams are the blueprint? I think Matthew Stafford is an average NFL quarterback. Average, and at I best. think that you can win Super Bowls with an average you can NFL quarterback if you got the right people in place. That he is not the center of the team, and I don't think we need to get rid of him. No, but we all know who the center of the team is. Carry on my wayward son. Absolutely. Absolutely. Carry on Johnson is a beast. Karen Johnson. And Matt Prater. He's I like, a beast, too. I like, I like our, oh, all yeah, of Matt, our backs. Matt Prater. I'm going to give me a Matt Prater jersey. <laughs> you should. At this point, you might like as well. Prater. No, I'm not going to lie. I wish I had a Jason Hansen jersey. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure Prater holds a couple NFL records. Dude, he does. He the does. longest Number one, goal, yeah. The, the only kicker to be almost kicked out of the NFL for drug charges. Dude, only kicker that has a sweet <laughs> armband tattoo. <laughs> right. Tribal and armband. Then, and then the Come only on. kicker to... Speaking of addiction What did he hit? Earlier. 63? 63 yards. Now, now wait a minute. Yeah. He hit that with the Broncos, but carry on. <laughs> carry on Johnson. Carry on Johnson. Carry on Johnson. Yeah. Carry I, on I Johnson. also like LeGarrette Blount. Uh, blunt, blount, blount, yeah. blount. I say, I say, blount, but Easy the announcers killer. say Easy blunt. Killer. Yeah, well, now that the prop, two, now the prop two is passed. They call him blunt. They call him blunt. Yeah, because <laughs> his numbers are high, high. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so seriously, can I go back and tell you my my whole point about Matt Stafford? Is simply this. Matthew Stafford is not the guy. He doesn't have the glue. He doesn't He's have not. the stuff. He doesn't have... You don't, don't have, have that guy to galvanize no. the team. That guy doesn't have to be a, a quarterback. It could no. be a wide receiver. It could, it could be. be. could be a linebacker. I think he had it for one or two seasons. When he's Which calling one? Hike, doing the the fat, the fat snap, holding the ball over the line, scoring the touchdowns in the fourth quarter, coming back and all that stuff, but... Now he just has garbage stats, man. Pads his stats in the fourth quarter. You know what I think changed yeah. for him? He became a papa yeah. of three. Yeah. And let me tell you something. You don't want to ch- take that extra step. Yeah, that changes no. things. Listen, You're I'm going remember, out of bounds every time. <laughs> I sold my motorcycle when I started having kids. Like yeah. My dad, he was in a motorcycle club and, you know, those leisurely groups. 
And uh, yeah. he told me, he said, listen, the minute you think about dying when you ride this bike, you sell it. Well, here's the deal. If you want yeah. an incredible story about Quinn and a motorcycle, check out, check out season one. You told that story <laughs> in season one, right? <laughs> I might have told you the did. story. I remember, right, right, I remember right. where I catapulted off the bike <laughs> over the handlebars, and in yes. slow motion, I twirled it through the air like yeah, in the so movies. Yeah, so go ahead, go ahead, throw back to season one. You got yeah. to like Travis Pastrana in yeah. the streets, <laughs> yeah, going down the side street. Yeah, I cracked in my front of, in front of a group of people. I did. It was it was humiliating and um, hum- it was humbling. It was very. It was a very humbling moment, and um, I'm very. Th- listen, for anyone thinking about riding a motorcycle, if you've never done it before. Do not go cheap on your equipment because your life <laughs> depends on it. Listen, awesome. in the story, it might seem like they're trying to hustle you. I know I was there. Just spend the it's money. It's worth it. It's worth every on. dollar. So, well, yeah. The, so, the, the NFL season's rocking. It's it's rocking. There's a lot of surprise teams. Yeah. There's, there a, lot, there's a lot of there's throwback teams. There's a lot in the mix. There's a lot, even are, the yeah. NFC North, man. People are separated one or two games. It's awesome. The NBA season's going as well. That's yeah. going crazy. There's all kinds of stuff going on. A lot of drama with Jimmy Butler. Bron, yeah. You know, he nuts. finally landed on the seven, on the 76ers. Cool. That's uh, cool. I you mean, know, Bron, Bron and the Lakers, they're out there making moves, trying to do stuff. Um, does anyone watch hockey anymore? Now that the Red Wings yeah. suck, I just don't feel like Detroit is there, cares. Is like, we're cross on ice? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. If there's hockey fans out there, you need I to dig, I dig hockey, message man, us but educate us. I dig hockey, but it's kind of like baseball with me. There's so many games going on yeah, every day of the week that it's, it's hard tough. for me to keep up with. But. It's tough. So here's how far far hockey has fallen in Detroit. Like, we were hockey town. Hockey town. So you had even dudes like me who grew up in, oh, like, yeah. The hood who are like, yeah, let's go to a Red Wings game. Yeah, and now you're like, nah, I ain't gonna. Like, hey, dude, game. I know we stopped playing at What's Joe that? Lewis. Do we still have a team? Yeah. <laughs> right? Did they move to Vegas like everyone else seems to be doing? <laughs> That's crazy, man. Crazy time in sports. That crazy time in sports. Guys, that brings us to this week's Dad to the Bone Person of the Week. We person talk a of lot. The week. About Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but today you've seen him on screen with him. The Rock, yeah, you've heard him on our podcast. Check out season one. Yes, him. (laughs) But okay, that's not true. But you should still check out season one. You didn't have to tell him that right away. (laughs) Let him go look for it. But oh, he's there. This guy is on the screen with him. He might be as jacked as him, but nowhere near as tall. Our person of the week is (laughs) Mark. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Shorty Wahlberg. Mark, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch Wahlberg. Mm, Marky Mark. Feel the vibrations. <laughs> oh, oh, average feel height. the vibrations. Yeah. From my fellow feel average it, brother. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg is our person of the week. Uh, we wanted to shout out Mark, Wa- uh, shout out Mark Wahlberg because um, he's a committed dad. Um, he is. And he has a new movie coming out called Instant Family. It's actually a movie that focuses on adoption. Yeah. And, um, Fostering kids and adoption and yeah. all that. That's and so and there's a huge spread of him in uh, Relevant Magazine this mm-hmm. month. Actually, I'm sorry. That movie's already out. That movie came out the 16th of this oh, yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, there's a big spread on him in Relevant Magazine. Talks about how he's super disciplined with his time. He sections hours in the day for stuff. He, he has a two 90-minute sections that he spends working out. So if you want abs Obviously. like him, yeah, if you want abs like him, I guess that's what it takes, two 90-minute sessions. He does sit-ups for the whole 90 minutes. Yeah, I think he does sit-ups for the rest of the day. Right, right. <laughs> 90 minutes is for the other parts of his body, but <laughs> his abs are the rest of the day. Right. No, but he schedules he schedules four hours a day. Do you think he has a, a shake weight? Huh? You think he uses a shake weight? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. He uses every weight at all times simultaneously. Okay. <laughs> um, 
at all with his abs. <laughs> but no, he spends like four hours a day, has a block, four hours a day scheduled to spend with his kids. Yeah. Because he's, right. he's got a bunch of kids. He makes them a priority in his life. Um, he makes him a priority in his, you know, crazy schedule. He's crazy disciplined. He wakes up at like two thirty in the morning every morning uh, just to fit Jeez. everything in this day. I mean, it's it's bananas. But uh, check out the Relevant Magazine um, article. We'll we'll throw a link what in our social media or something, Rich. Yeah, we'll throw one up there. If you guys just go onto our social media, uh, any of the social media outlets, it's just at Dads of Wayne. And uh, yeah, man, you guys can see the video that we threw on there of Drew Brees. Yep. Uh, we have a couple on there of uh, Bron Bron from a couple weeks ago. If you haven't seen that with his kids, that's great. My and yeah, guy. we'll we'll shout out Mark Wal- Mark Wahlberg on there too. I don't know yep. why. I, as I'm saying his name, I keep wanting to say it like British, like Mark Wahlberg. But uh, Marky Mark is on <laughs> you there. Should. You should. Maybe maybe you should we'll throw it. we'll throw a compilation of him with the Funky Bunch on there too. Because yeah. we should do like a pick collage. Yes, like that's it was just cool. Too much like fun. three years ago. Yeah. And We'll do like Marky Mark. We'll through do, the years. Yeah, yeah. We'll do them in all Marky his Mark movies. Years. I Heart Huckabees. Oh boy, four right? Brothers. Uh, right? The four brothers. That Date shout night. out Detroit. Date shout out Detroit. Night. Yep. Date night. <laughs> Where he's got no shirt on the whole yeah. time. And Steve oh, Carell's like, Steve Carell's please like, put, a just shirt put a shirt on. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, we see you, man. We see you. And those good abs. dad stuff. Good movie stuff. Go see Instant Family. Mark Wahlberg is this week's Dad to the Bone Person of the Week, guys. That brings us to episode. Two's mic drop moments. QJ, we'll start with you. What is your mic drop moment? Final thoughts for episode two. Final thoughts for episode two. I just want to stick with the main vein of uh, my man Stan Lee and uh, how he impacted society. And I just want to challenge everyone out there to find your way to impact society in a way to which you can touch people, but at the same time, you can have them relate to what you're trying to say. So connect with somebody. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. That's great. That's 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 honestly a great way of looking at it. Like he used his unique sense of creativity yeah. to still have an impact, a real time impact on society that yeah. that was happening around him. That's great. Yep. Yeah, that's huge, man. My my mic drop moment this week um, would just it's simple. It's nothing crazy, but it's just talk to your kids. You know, they're 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 getting information. They're getting stories. They're getting they're 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 gathering content from somewhere and so let's let's be the loudest voice in that conversation let's be the loudest voice in their world you know when they're they're, they're gonna hear about prop two they're gonna hear about all these different crazy things going on in society all these different things happen around the country and politics we just had elections a few weeks ago they're gonna hear all about all of this different stuff but let's be the loudest voice in that conversation let's be the greatest influence that our kids have and let's influence them and and teach them like like QJ was saying let's teach them to use their perspective and their worldview to change the world around them to be the change that they hope to see in our world i like that absolutely um i mean i would just pay for my mic drop moment um i would just piggyback on y'all's too i mean that that that's a lot of what i was going to say uh, and then on top of that i would just echo close to what my mic dropped from episode one was, is just, man, like, I feel like there's too much going on right now to not find an excuse to just get out of the box and, like, or or to think outside the box and just have some, like, like, random moments of just, like, fun with your kids. You know what I mean? Like, just, just, I would just, mine's not even, like, mic drop thoughts. Mine's just, like, you know, I guess just, urging all of us, myself included, to just find those moments where you can just do something off the cuff, shoot from the hip with it, and just, man, make some memories, you know what I mean? Like, holidays are around, there's plenty of things to do, plenty of places to go, plenty of sights to see. 
find a reason, find some time, make some shout out to Mark Mark Wahlberg. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say British again, but man, we Go all ahead, we if, want you to. Do if it. Mark Wahlberg can make some time in his schedule, absolutely. Um, you know, waking up at two thirty in the morning to be intentional with his kids, man, spend some time this week and be extra intentional with your kids. Talk to your kids. Read to your kids, sing to your kids, Absolutely. Uh, do all these, you know, anything you can do. Go to the movies with your kids, then talk about the movies afterwards at lunch or dinner yeah. or whatever. You know, just find ways to just experience your kids in new ways. You know, yeah. like I, one of my favorite things is just do something different with Olivia, my only child, and then talk to her about it afterwards and see how she feels about it. I feel like I, I learn like these new layers of her and what she thinks and how she thinks and what she thinks is funny what she doesn't think is funny, and it's so interesting to me as a dad to just learn new things about my child as time goes on. And so I would say don't wait for an excuse or a reason to do it. Just give yourself a reason to do it. Just Dude, they say they say they say don't don't prioritize your schedule, schedule your priorities. Bingo. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. and that's what Mark Wahlberg does. He schedules his priorities. His kids are a priority, he puts them on the schedule. Yeah. We schedule important meetings. Let's schedule time with our kids. Bingo. Love it. You don't need a reason. Nope. Just do it. Happy holidays.